Welcome to Zichu Daf Siman Memorabilia Abraham Goldhai, and today we're Zechus Yuma Daf Yud Gimel, the first parak Shiva's Yamin. This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, when Rabbi Yudah stated in the opening mission that Basin should prepare a second wife for the Kongadol, an event that the first one dies, the Chami responded, Im ken If so, there's no end to the matter, meaning that if we must be concerned of the first wife's sudden death, then we would have to prepare for the possibility that the second wife might suddenly die as well. The Gemara questions why the Chachamim do not apply this objection to their own position, that we need to prepare a second Kohen Gadol in the event that the first Kohen Gadol might become Tame. They should need to prepare a substitute for the substitute, for it's likely that he might become Tame too. The Gemara answers, Kohen Gadol Zarisu. A Kohen Gadol is conscientious to remain tower, and therefore it's unlikely that a second Kohen Gadol will be needed. When the Gemara questions why then a substitute is required at all if the Kohen Gadol is a Zaris, it answers, Since we prepare a rival for him, he will soon be even more conscientious about not becoming Tameh and seeing his rival take over. Point number two, the Gemara questions Rabbi Yudah's position that a second wife needs to be prepared for the Kohen Gadol in the event that the first one dies. Beso Amar Beso. The Torah said, And he shall atone for himself and for his household, referring to his wife. Whereas this woman, who is not yet married to him, is not considered his household. The Gemara continues that if in fact he married her before Yantiv, there would be another problem, as the word Beso implies that he has one wife, not two. After rejecting numerous solutions, the Gemara finally arrives at an effective solution. He says to wife number two, This is your get on condition that wife number one does not die. He says to wife number one, This is your get on condition that I enter a base Knesses on Yom Kippur. If neither wife dies, wife number two was divorced all along since wife number one did not die. And he remains married to wife number one since her get was canceled because he did not walk into a shul. If wife number two dies, she was divorced all along since the condition of her get, that wife number one did not die, was fulfilled. And he remains married to wife number one since her get was canceled as he did not walk into a shul. If wife number one dies, then wife number two's get is canceled, since the condition was not fulfilled. If wife number one dies on Yom Kippur, then the Kohen Gadol, seeing that she's about to die, steps into a shul and validates her get, so that she was divorced all along and he was only married to wife number two. Point number three, it's time to brace the Kohen Gadol makriv onen ve'ino ochel. A Kohen Gadol brings karbanas while he's an onen, but he doesn't eat them, Rebutus says, kohayom, the entire day. After Rabbi's first interpretation of Yehuda is rejected, he provides a second explanation. Rabbi meant to say that the Kohen Gadol may not serve the entire day of his Aninas because of a Gezer unless he comes to eat of Kadshim, which is forbidden. Rabbi clarifies that on Yom Kippur, Rabbi Yehuda would permit the Kohen Gadol to serve in the event that his wife dies, as he will not come to eat when no one else is eating. So once again, the three points are number one. When Rabbi Yudah stated in the opening mission that Basin should prepare a second wife for the Kohen Gadol in the event that the first one dies, the Chami responded, Im ken If so, there's no end to the matter. Meaning that if we must be concerned at the first wife's sudden death, then we would have to prepare for the possibility that the second wife might suddenly die as well. The Gemara questions why the Chami do not apply this objection to their own position that we need to prepare a second Kohen Gadol in the event that the first Kohen Gadol might become Tameh. They should need to prepare a substitute for a substitute, for it's likely that he might become Tame too. The Gemara answers, Kohen Gadol Zarisu. A Kohen Gadol is conscientious to remain tower, and therefore it's unlikely that a second Kohen Gadol will be needed. When the Gemara questions why then a substitute is required at all, if the Kohen Gadol is a Zaris, it answers, Kevin de Avdin Sara Koshikendim is Zaris Since we prepare a rival for him, he will soon be even more conscientious about not becoming Tame and seeing his rival take over. Point number two, the Gemara questions Rabbi Yehuda's position that a second wife needs to be prepared 
for the Kohen Gadol in the event that the first one dies. Beso Beso. The Torah said, and he shall atone for himself and for his household, referring to his wife, whereas this woman who is not yet married to him is not considered his household. The more continues that if, in fact, he married her before Yom Kippur, there'd be another problem, as the word Beso implies that he has one wife, not two. So after rejecting numerous solutions, the Gemara finally arrives at an effective solution. He says to wife number two, this is your get on condition that wife number one does not die. He says to wife number one, this is your get on condition that I enter a base Knesset on Yom Kippur. Now, if neither wife dies, wife number two was divorced all along, since wife number one did not die, and he remains married to wife number one, since her get was canceled because he did not walk into a shul. If wife number two dies, she was divorced all along since the condition of her get, that wife number one did not die, was fulfilled. And he remains married to wife number one since her get was canceled as he did not walk into a shul. If wife number one dies, then wife number two's get is canceled since the condition was not fulfilled. If wife number one dies on Yom Kippur, then the Kohen Gadol, seeing that she's about to die, steps into a shul and validates her get so that she was divorced all along and he was only married to wife number two. And point number three, it was taught in a brisa, Kon gadol makriv onen ve'ino ochel. A kon gadol brings karbanas while he is an onen, but he doesn't eat them. Rabbi Yudas says, kohayom, the entire day. After Rabbi's first interpretation, Rabbi Yudas rejected, he provides a second explanation. Rabbi Yudas meant to say, but the kon gadol may not serve the entire day of his aninus because of a gezerah, lest he comes to eat of kachim, which is forbidden. Rabbi clarifies that on Yom Kippur, Rabbi Yudah would permit the Kohen Gadol to serve in the event that his wife dies, as he will not come to eat when no one else is eating. All right, so now we go to our Simber Daf Yud Gimel, and our standard Simon is a Bar Mitzvah Bachar, a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. When the Bar Mitzvah boy saw his rival waiting to give his pshetl on the wings, he decided to really impress the crowd with his pilpo on what a Kohen Gadol says to two wives prior to Yom Kippur, and why he continues to serve and won't come to eat if one of them dies. Once again, in slow motion. When the Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more on Duff, Yud Gimel. When the Bar Mitzvah boy saw his rival waiting to give his pshetel on the wings, which reminds us that when reviewed a state in the opening mission, the basin should prepare a second wife for the Kohen Gadol, an event that the first one dies, the Chami responded, Im ken, so. If so, there's no end to the matter, meaning that if we must be concerned of the first wife's sudden death, then we would have to prepare for the possibility that the second wife might suddenly die as well. So the more questions why the Chami don't apply this objection to their own position that we need to prepare a second Kongado in the event that the first Kongado might become Tame. They should need to prepare a substitute for a substitute for it's likely that he might become Tame too. The more answers Kongado Zari's who Kongado is conscientious to remain tower and therefore it's unlikely that a second Kongado will be needed when the more questions why then a substitute is required at all if the Kohen is a Zari's it answers Kevin to Avdin and Sara Koshekhe de Mizdarif Since we prepare a rival for him we will certainly be even more conscientious about not becoming Tame and seeing his rival take over. So when the Bar Mitzvah boy saw his rival waiting to give his pshat on the wings, he decided to really impress the crowd with his pilpul on what a Kohen Gadol says to two wives prior to Yom Kippur, which reminds us. The Gemara questions Rabbi Huda's position that a second wife needs to be prepared for the Kohen Gadol in the event that the first one dies. Beso Amrachman of Ahachla, Beso, the Torah said, and he shall atone for himself and for his household, referring to his wife, whereas this woman, who is not yet married to him, is not considered his household. The Gemara continues that if, in fact, he married her before Yom Kippur, there'd be another problem that the word Beso implies that he has another wife and not two. So after rejecting numerous solutions, the Gemara finally arrives at an effective solution. He says to wife number two, this is your get on condition that wife number one does not die. He says, wife number one, this is your get on condition that I enter a base on Yom Kippur. 
If neither wife dies, wife number two was divorced all along since wife number one did not die. And he remains married to wife number one since her get was cancelled because he didn't walk into a shul. If wife number two dies, she was divorced all along since the condition of her get that wife number one did not die was fulfilled. And he remains married to wife number one since her get was cancelled as he did not walk into a shul. If wife number one dies, then wife number two's get is cancelled since the condition was not fulfilled. If wife number one dies in Yom Kippur, then the Kohen Gadol, seeing that she's about to die, steps into a shul and validates her get so that she was divorced all along and he was only married to wife number two. So when the Bar Mitzvah boy saw his rival waiting to give his pshetel on the wings, he decided to really impress the crowd with his pilpa on what a Kohen Gadol says to two wives prior to Yom Kippur and why he continues to serve and won't come to eat if one of them dies. Which reminds us, it was taught in a brace of Kohen Gadol makriv onen ve'ena ocha. A Kohen Gadol brings karbanas while well, he's an onen, but he does not eat them. Rabbi Yehuda says, Kol hayom, the entire day. After Rabbi's first interpretation of Rabbi Yehuda is rejected, he provides a second explanation. Rabbi Yudah meant to say that the Kohen Gadol may not serve the entire day of his aninas because of a gezerah, unless he comes to eat of kadshim, which is forbidden. And Rabbi clarifies that on Yom Kippur, Rabbi Yudah would permit the Kohen Gadol to serve in the event that his wife dies, as he will not come to eat when no one else is eating. So once again, when the Bar Mitzvah boy saw his rival waiting to give his pshetel on the wings, he decided to really impress the crowd with his pilpa on what a Kwan Gadol says to two wives prior to Yom Kippur and why he continues to serve and won't come to eat if one of them dies. All right, so that concludes the shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichon wishing you a great day and great learning.